0: Hello, you're listening to Artsmin on Sin Nation with Aidan, with Thierry and with Andrew. And we're also joined uh, by our first guest this afternoon, Ryan Good, uh, acting in Cosmonaut. Ryan, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Uh, tell us about the show. How did um, it come about, Cosmonaut?
1: Well, Cosmonaut is my attempt to find the worst sex tip that was ever written by Cosmopolitan magazine.
0: <laughs> you got a lot of choice.
1: <laughs> I do, I do. And just to make sure I covered all of it, just I'm very thorough or insane. I read all 52 years of the magazine oh, trying gosh. to find it. So Wait, yes. talk about
0: stuff if your are That is a lot of research.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is too much research, to be honest with you. It was more than was necessary, but I wanted to be completist about the whole thing. And honestly, it was kind of fascinating, because you find that you get this kind of weird sociological understanding of certain things that I think particularly, like, cis men don't get a sense of understanding uh, in in these women's magazines.
0: Oh, interesting. How has the magazine changed over the years? Does it sort of provide, like, a cross-section through, like you say, the sort of social impacts of the time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what was really interesting was the beginning years were actually really good. Like, the 60s and early 70s took me longer to get through than any of the rest, because I... Kept getting really interested and reading stuff that was totally relevant. I mean, there were really funny, like music reviews. First of all, like somebody yeah. just really hated Neil Young, which I thought was really <laughs> amusing. They were like, this a <laughs> they were like, F- points is going nowhere. <laughs> no, they, they were reviewing Harvest, and I was like, oh, that doesn't read well in past tense. But, but no, there were like there were these great feminist articles. Betty Friedan was a contributor at certain points, and then, but in the same issues, they would be completely contradictory and have like letters to the editor from Hugh Hefner from Playboy (laughs) So, so the magazine has always been this really weird contradiction of like forward thinking movement and weird like suppressive oppressive <laughs> judging <laughs> gender-based behavior yeah. but i think probably from about the 80s 90s to the present day it's been more on that second half more on that suppressing behavior and less on that forward thinking uh, so. so so would you say that the magazines they shine a magnifying glass on like the whole social norms of the times or is it as you said like it's got that it sort of peaked at the start and went down a little bit i think it shines an uh, example on all of this one slice of things. I think it's really a good example of gender roles in the Western world over that time period, you know? I think that's probably a fair to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just getting back to Cosmonaut for a second, Ryan, how does one actually go from, you know, writing an epic song to win her back to finding the worst sex tips? How did that come about?
1: <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a combination of, like, morbid curiosity, boredom, and, <laughs> like, needing yeah. to see women who can't talk back to you. I think it's something that's that in there, you. Know, everybody gets into that place where you have like heartbreak, right? And you yeah. just, you do stupid stuff most of the time. It you know, watching an entire season of Entourage on Netflix or something, but like <laughs> okay. which no one should ever do, really. But uh, that hits very but, close mean, to home. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, that that example came from personal experience. So. <laughs> But there's two things we're talking about here, right? So, And there's things that come up in the show for me and really all my work. So there's heartbreak, which is in this show, like, and suffering through hard stuff and the stupid things we do because of that. And then there's something that's often mixed up into it but isn't, and that's depression, which is a disease mm. and is something that I deal with on a day-to-day basis, and I know millions of other people do as well. Mm. And that affects your daily world as well and the way you come through it. And so those things come up in my work and made it so i just i think take on oddball challenges in a way that i wouldn't <laughs> otherwise uh, and so that was how i jumped into the world of cosmopolitan magazine in the british library every day for about two and a half months
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that's actually something i was going to ask because the show is basically a heart of comedy you'd probably say wouldn't you
1: yeah i would think so yeah. yeah
0: and you do have this sort of really quite depressing very personal sort of motivations how do you actually go in blending them
1: well You know, I live by this philosophy that an old director told me that he said that anything that's really serious should have a moment of ridiculous slapstick, and anything Mm -hmm. that's really funny should have a moment of pathos. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I approach my work. So, like, I always call my stuff storytelling comedy. You know, I tell people when I'm talking about the show, I go, like, look, if you want to see a guy stand on a microphone and tell jokes for an hour, then (laughs) please go see something else, because I'm not it. But, like, if you want to go on a journey and experience something a little different that involves some hopefully some heartwarming stuff and some stuff that you connect to personally but also a bunch of dick jokes and three different dildos then like
0: you know <laughs> 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 yeah, was, uh, just, I'm not quite sure where to go on that one <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's your soul mate. <laughs> I think that speaks your soul now it is interesting it's sort of it's like you know, so when you say you're not standing up in front of a mic telling jokes for an hour it's not a traditional stand up routine
1: correct yeah <laughs> there's just a, a little bit of audience involvement there's All some right. more performance art stuff there's some stuff with tactic cues and things Things like that, so uh, I'm just try to have some fun. I come from doing theater in New York, like late night on the weekends for about a decade. I would make crazy work for, uh, you know, a downtown audience down there, and we yeah. love to do weird, weird stuff. You know, we love to push the boundaries and see what kind of strange things we could create, and then what of that was entertaining to people. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I come from in in my work to this day.
0: Yeah, yeah. fantastic. That's awesome. That's that's what you want. You want to push the boundaries. You want to create something strange and new.
1: Well, I mean, it is a fringe, right? You know, we're, in a, we're yeah. in a fringe festival. It's supposed to be that work that's a little bit hard to categorize and that kind of thing. And there's so many fantastic artists here who are doing that that, you know, I would, I would feel remiss if I wasn't pushing the boundaries a little bit myself.
0: Mm. Can you give us a, an example of some of these six tips just so the audience knows what they're in for? <laughs>
1: I could certainly try, though I don't know if you're going to have to like drop the. Call uh, the, the
0: I'll, have a, I'll have a producer put his finger over the dump button. <laughs> 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 I mean, if
1: you just want to have one of those classic old timey <laughs> yo-yoing sounds or something. <laughs> so <laughs> <pretty
0: good>. so <laughs> just plays jazz for a few seconds while we we gather yeah, ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Is there, are, are there <laughs> any sort of tame ones that you could you could share to sort of, uh, And how many tips? I mean, do you use? You said, is it the top ten you're saying? It is the top 10, yeah, but I yeah. snuck in
1: about another seven or eight okay. as well. that kind of squeezed by there as well. And I will throw out for all the listeners who can't hear all the ones that I'm not allowed to say on the radio right now. <laughs> if you come to the show, I give you a list of my 30 words, oh. and it's got my contact info on it. So what you can do <laughs> is you can try one of these tips out with a willing partner and then send me your thoughts about it afterwards. So oh. Make sure that everybody heard that phrase afterwards. I don't want to hear that. But if they send it to me, I will actually put that audio recording into a montage in the show. Yeah. So if someone wants to be in Cosmonaut, they are welcome to come to the show and do that or get in touch with me beforehand and I'll get them into the show for the night. They're coming to see it. So, uh.
0: oh, Fantastic. And just to just to finish up, Ryan, what is it exactly you want the audience to take away from it? Do you want them to sort of relook at their own relationships and the way they look at their own love life? Yeah.
1: I think so. I think look at their own relationships and look at their relationships to what they traditionally see as gender roles. And, mm. you know, I think we're in a, in a place now where gender is becoming so much more of a fluid term. Ugh. And it's really exciting to see that. And I think it's important that as we jump into that world, we don't forget where we came from and... Mm. Take those lessons as we transition into it. So, you guys want to hear one tip before I get out of here?
0: Why not? Oh, yes. it right on us.
1: <laughs> right. we'll this is the perfect time because if we just use the call drops, then we know why. <laughs> All right. Yep. So, from May of 2008. Sprinkle a little pepper under his nose right before he climaxes. Sneezing um. can feel similar to orgasm and amplify the feel good effect.
0: <laughs> See, I told you, Aiden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you said it on
0: air to people who didn't hear the conversation before in the song break,
1: that's going to sound really suspicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a soundbite. <laughs> no, and, 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 um, yeah, I won't, we won't get too much into that one, have you? But, but just to remind you, so they, they can actually say, yeah. try that, and then contact you afterwards afterwards to let you know how it went <laughs> That is absolutely
1: correct. I would really love it if they do, actually.
0: So thank you, Ryan, for joining us. This sounds like a fantastic show. Uh, and, uh, and good luck with the responses afterwards.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Just, just... Hey, I also, I have two other things on at the Fringe as well. Okay. Uh, just real quickly, one is called Stupid and Contagious, which is about trying to recreate the best live music gig you've ever gone to, but without any live music. <laughs> and, the, and the other one is Minaj, which is an immersive theater show for two audience members at a time. Minaj is up and running. Stupid and Contagious opens next Saturday. And Cosmonaut is up, it opened two days ago and is on at 8 o'clock. All are around Town Hall.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Good luck with Thank the show. Good luck guys. with the three shows. Um, and we look forward to seeing it. Yeah. Come over and say hey. We'll do. We'll, we'll right, text it we'll our results. Um, oh, good. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Artsman on Sydney Nation. Uh, we're just going to go to another song now. This is uh, Count. Before that, actually, we're going to say we did mention the depression very briefly. So oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. due yes. to our general protocol, we are going to mention that the Beyond Definitely. Blue helpline is 1300 22 4636. The kids helpline is 55 1800. And lifeline is 13 11 14. If any of the things that we did briefly say affect you in any way, they are the helplines you can call, but without further ado, we have yet another song. We have now Counting Crows uh, singing Accidentally in Love. You're listening to Sin Nation with Art Smitten.